You're listening to the Conscious Coach Podcast with Amber Smith, episode 19, The Four Agreements. Hey, I'm Amber Smith. I'm a wife, a mom, an entrepreneur, and a coach. I spent the first two years of my coaching business using typical marketing strategies. I worked hard. I consistently produced content. I hustled. I took a lot of action. But my business didn't explode until I started applying the energetics of business. Understanding, energy, spirituality, mindset, and wealth consciousness changed everything for me and my business. I stopped growing incrementally and started growing exponentially. This podcast is for coaches who want to develop their intuition, be co-creators in their life, expand their vision, create and feel abundance, and grow a deeper understanding of themselves so they can go deeper with their clients. I named this podcast the Conscious Coach Podcast because here we will elevate your conscious awareness, get you plugged into the energetics of coaching and business, and expand what you currently think is possible. Let's jump in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Conscious Coach Podcast. I'm excited to be sharing one of my favorite books. Um, It's called The Four Agreements, and it is by Don Miguel Ruiz. And it's a Toltec traditional book, and I really love it. And um, I wanted to share some of the principles and the ways that it's changed my life. Um, I've studied it a few times because it's very profound. And in the book, I highly recommend you read it, but I'm just going to share how it applies to my coaching business and my life. And hopefully it can give you some insight into how, cause like the whole point of the book is to become free. And I think about freedom a lot because as an entrepreneur, I feel like that's like the number one value that entrepreneurs have. Like we want financial freedom. We want to work for ourselves. Um, we want to feel emotionally free, especially the women that I tend to work with. We want to be free from who we used to be. We want to feel more emotional freedom in our life. And so this book really speaks to me in many ways, and I hope it does for you too, about how to create that, um, how to release ourselves from who we were so we can become who we want to be. And so I'm going to just dive right in. There's four agreements called the four agreements. Shocker, huh? (laughs) Um, And the first agreement is to be impeccable with your word. And he said, I love the word impeccable. Um, I feel like it's very straightforward and it speaks a lot to what he's talking about with your word. He talks about how powerful our word is and why we should take it more seriously than most people do. And I think as coaches, this is especially important with ourselves, right? Coaches go first. Um, It's a very unique industry because we lead ourselves through something. We, we've done something with our life, whether that be fitness or finances or our relationships or our self-care or the way we process emotions, our business, um, anything, fit, like the way our body looks, anything. We walk our th- ourselves through a process and we create results. And we do that um, by keeping our word to ourselves. right? We, we decide to create a new result we take the action, we do the inner work required, achieve a result, and we help other people do the same. That feels in integrity to me. Um, and so one thing that we do with our clients is we start to help them keep their word to themselves, right? Our word is so powerful. And some of, I, like, I'm sure you've done this work. Um, anything in personal development is really like deciding the kind of life that you want to live and committing to it in your word first, right? This is like a spiritual connection. This is a mental connection. This is something we do 
in in our minds before we do it in our physical world, our world, um, which is where our word comes in, right? Like some people say our word is our wand, like it's like magic. <laughs> and he talks about it being magic in the book. But I think what he's saying is that it's very powerful. And so to achieve freedom, becoming impeccable with your word is essential. And it's the first agreement because he's like, if you don't get this down, the rest of the agreements won't matter. And I tend to believe this because this is this is how I see a lot of people live in itself, for sure. Um, you say you're going to do something and then you back out and you break trust with yourself. And that breaking of trust is it's really hard to expand. It's really hard to reach your next level of success when you continuously break your word with yourself. And I'll show, I'll show you how this shows up in your business, right? Especially if you're struggling to hit the goals that you're setting for yourself. Um, there's probably little areas of your life that you're breaking your word to yourself. Yeah, I'm going to work out tomorrow. Yeah, I'm going to do the dishes in 20 minutes. And then 20 minutes later, just come by and, you know, you're like not feeling it. And that's, that's okay. Like, I don't want you to feel like I'm judging you because I do this too. But the point is the little things that you break your word on develop a pattern and a habit of you breaking your word, which means you're not impeccable with your word. So what does your word really mean? And I recognize this in myself because I would say, yeah, I'm going to work out tomorrow. I'm going to start eating healthier tomorrow. Um, I'm going to go live tomorrow, right? Like that was, that was like a very famous one for me for a long time until I realized I don't want to go live. And until I'm ready to, I'm not going to say I'm going to, right? Because I kept breaking my word to myself in little ways. Well, let's talk about big ways. Let's say you set the goal of I'm going to make 20K this month. Well, what does your word really mean? if you keep breaking it in little ways. And so this isn't just like semantics. This isn't just something that um, is like in the personal development world. I really think this is powerful. When you can learn to honor your word more than anything, your word becomes very, very powerful. So if you say you're going to do something and you lead yourself to do it, then when you say, okay, now I'm going to achieve this new goal, it has more weight. And I think that this is our personal work is being really honest about what we are going to accomplish, what we're committed to doing, and then following through. And one, one of the lines in the book I really love is, when you are impeccable, you take responsibility for your actions, but you do not judge or blame yourself. So this isn't throwing a pity party for when you break your word. This isn't judging yourself. This is just noticing, like, am I being impeccable with my word? That showing up in my life um, and my business, of course, because this is about your coaching business. But something I, I think about a lot, you know, is how the little things end up being big things and developing a relationship with yourself. It really is between you and your word. What are you saying you're going to do and what are you actually doing? And is it in alignment? So that's the first one. Let's jump in to the second one, which is don't take anything personally. I love this so much, because, especially as a coach. I think this is so important. When your clients succeed, it's not because of you. It's because of what the work you did together, right? It's not because you showed up. It's because they did the work with you. Um, what this also frees you from is when your clients don't get results, it's not because of you. Now, I'm, I'm all for being impeccable with your word and showing up the way you promised you would. But I think this particular agreement frees you from um, whatever criticism you might get, whatever comments you can get, you don't take anything personally. And he speaks to this a lot, that whatever people say, it really doesn't have anything to do with you. And I think when you're in a really good emotional place, you know this is true. It's when we are triggered, it's when we're working through our own stuff, that when we hear other people say mean things or make a comment that we don't agree with, or when they say something that maybe stings a little, it's we're forgetting that 
they have their own stuff going on. And so being a coach, like I, I call this like untouchable with my clients. As coaches, we have to be untouchable, not because we don't care, not because we're not human, because we have to be so ready to serve, so ready to stand up and lead and to guide our clients to the results that they want, that their comments, and it might not even be our clients, it could be strangers on the internet, like they just don't affect us or our perceived judgment from people, right? A lot of times we think people are judging us, but they're not. Um, And we can let that go because we don't take anything personally. So I think the combination of not taking anything personally and being impeccable with your word really sets you up. And we're going to keep going, but um, like, do you take anything personally in your life? Are you making people's comments mean something about you? Or are you letting it be their thing? It doesn't mean anything about you. You might have heard that. When What people say about you has more to do with them than it has to do with you. And this is really true. And I think that this is a shift that we make, especially when maybe we're not so new on social media or we're not so new in business. When we're starting to be a little bit bolder, we're starting to share our real th- thoughts and feelings. Sometimes I think we say things that people disagree with, and that's totally allowed. But when people say things, remember, it doesn't have anything to do with you. It just has to do with them. So don't take things personally. I love that, that lesson. So let's dive into number three. I really love number three because of um, my coaching experience and my drive to become a better coach. And the third agreement is don't make assumptions. I think this is such a powerful way to show up as a coach is that we don't assume anything in our sessions. I think when we assume things about our clients or our potential clients, like let's say you're even marketing and you're assuming things, you're limiting how you see your clients, which limits your ability to coach them powerfully. Um, If you assume that they're struggling or if you assume they think a certain way, you can miss something that can lead them to their breakthrough um, or the insight that they're lacking, which is why they're on the session with you. And so this is like, I'm still working on this too, like really releasing any assumption I have and being really honest with myself. Am I coming with any bias or assumptions about my clients? And usually it's not bad. It just is there. And he, he like walks you through like assumptions in relationships, which this, this podcast is more geared towards coaching businesses, but I highly recommend you read this chapter and apply it to all your relationships. Are you making assumptions about your husband or about your kids or about your friends? Are you making assumptions about your parents or your neighbors or um, your coworkers or your competition, right? Like what assumptions are you making and how is that impacting your life? Do you assume that people see the world like you do? Do you assume that people want what you want? Do you assume that you know what people, or that they want, right? Like there's lots of assumptions that we make. And I think releasing them puts us in a place of really, like a really powerful coach because you can guide them to their own breakthrough because you're not trying to lead them to a place you think they want to go. You're just really letting the session flow naturally. Um, I also think that this is powerful for marketing, right? Like we don't assume we know what people want. That's why I don't, I don't personally do market research. I show up powerfully and deliver and market the things that I feel called to market. And this has served me really well. And this is something that I teach my clients to do because I think there's really a lot of power to come from a place of like, this is what's changed. Like what we talked about, coaches walk the walk and then they get to teach it. By walking the walk, you have insight and you don't have to do market research because you know what people need and you show up powerfully when you sell from that place. Like, I know I can help you. And you align becoming an energetic match, which is something I teach inside Pro Coach, um, for what you want. 
that's what creates clients. And to do that, you release assumptions about all the people that you're trying to sell to. Um, we assume like, and this can show up in a lot of different ways. One of the most impactful ways I've seen this show up with people, especially in the beginning stages of their business is they make assumptions that people can't afford them. And when you do that, you don't sell hard. You don't believe in them. You miss the coaching that can be so valuable for them. I don't really teach hardcore objection overcoming, but I do think if you make an assumption before the consult or before you're DMing or before you're marketing, before you're talking to people about working with you, if you assume people can't hire you, you're not going to show up in your power as a coach. If you assume people can afford you, you're going to prove that true. So I love this, this agreement because I think there's a lot of ways to take it um, as a coach. So um, don't make assumptions. That's number three. Let's jump into number four. I really love this agreement. Um, it's always do your best. This is like one of my personal standards. I've always done my best. Now, this we're not talking about perfection. We're talking about doing your best in the circumstance, in the sphere of life that you find yourself right now, right? If you're a beginning coach, you're not going to be able to have the resources, the savvy, um, the team, the, the money to do things that a million dollar coach would do right? Um, and it's good to know that there's nothing wrong with you. It just means you're doing your best given what you have right now. And so this agreement is really about a commitment to me like to always do my best given the circumstances and the resources that I have in the moment or the time that I have, right? Like, um, I only work 12 hours a week because I have three little kids at home and I don't want to commit to more than that. So I'm doing my best with what I have and I have future plans to you know, be more present or do more things in the future, but I want to do my best with what I have and what I've committed to with my family. And so for you, what does your best look like? And if you can do an honest kind of like a gut punch, are you doing your best right now? Or is there another way you can show up better to improve what you're doing right now? Um, and like I said, this, we're not after perfection. I think this is just a standard of excellence. And I have had a lot of conversations with my clients over the years about personal levels of excellence. We There's a lot of drama and a lot of pain that comes when we get obsessed with perfection. And that's not what I'm talking about. Some days you're not going to feel motivated. Some days you're going to be sick. Some days your kid's going to be sick. Some days um, you're going to have an unexpected thing happen in your house, right? Like things change day to day. That's part of part of life. But if you're committed to doing your best, that releases you from perfection and allows you to do your best in any given moment. And I think as coaches, especially in this industry that's unregulated, unregulated, um, we have a personal responsibility to rise to the occasion to make this an amazing industry. And there are people doing that. And I, I want to be one of them to raise their personal standards so that it is excellent. They are doing their best and they raise the whole industry with them. And I want to extend that to you. Like, are you holding this industry in high regard? Are you showing up at the best you can? Um, are you being honest? Are you being um, excellent? Are you trying to improve over time? I think our best gets better over time if, if we're focused on this type of agreement, right? Which is always do your best. And that, I think that brings in a level of awareness. You have to be aware of your action and your performance in order to improve it. So just take a look, like even just right now, in the past week, what percentage of your time were you showing up your best? And I want you to do this with a lot of grace and compassion, not ju judgment. <laughs> we're not judging ourselves here. 
but I, I want this to feel like a call. Like, can I do better in what ways? Um, or I am doing really well and I feel good about that, right? It's just an awareness because when we have an awareness, we can shift into something better over time. And I think as coaches, we're already, most of us are already doing this now, kind of checking in with ourselves, checking our progress, checking our performance. Um, but putting these agreements into practice is so powerful. It's been so powerful for me. I've, I just reread the book and it worked me in different ways than when I first read it. Because when I first read it, I was... Um, a newer coach. I didn't have the coaching experience that I have now. And now I can look back and see what made the difference for me was living these and other, th- among other things. But I think this, this book speaks powerfully, especially, especially <laughs> if I can talk, um, the impeccability with your word. For me, that has been the most profound change is when I say something, I try to honor it the best I can. And when I fall short, I own that and recommit to being impeccable with my word. The best entrepreneurs I know and study from are impeccable with, they were, with their word. If they say they're gonna deliver something, they do. If they say they'll up on Instagram, they do. If they say they're going to sell the program, they do. And I want to be like that and I'm committed to that. And I think that when you start honoring your word and start seeing how powerful it is, the way you talk about your business changes. The way you talk about your goals changes. It's a, it's a deepening, um, it's an, it's like a more impactful way, um, to have a relationship with yourself because your word is you. So that's what I want to kind of tie up this episode with, because we talked about all four, but I want to remind you, like he talks about this in the book. The first one is the most important because all the other agreements hinge on that. So are you keeping your word? Do you, do you honor it? Do you treat it as special? Does your word mean something that's important? And um, like I said, do it without judgment, do it with love and compassion, but be the witness for yourself. And that's what I have for you today. If you haven't read the book, I highly recommend you do. It is so good and it will change you if you let it. Thank you for listening. I will see you next week.